All right, everybody, welcome back to the Better on Paper podcast. We are here with our week one preview. And honestly, the biggest news since our last recording is Russell Wilson is now one of the highest paid quarterbacks in football by a long shot. Yeah, he came in, he signed a fat contract. Um, five years, $245 million, 161 guaranteed. That puts him in the top five, his highest paid. Honestly, I'm looking at it. Is it doesn't really get bad until like you know his first year. So the extension kicks in in 2024. Um, that year's cap hit 35 million. It's not bad. You can build you know an NFL Super Bowl roster with a 34 million dollar quarterback in two years from now, especially with the cap hit rising. But once you get to the 2025, 2026 zone, it's getting to like the six, 55, 60 million dollars in guaranteed. So watch for some cuts then. But I don't know. That's about it. Also with Lamar, yeah. he's in his contract dispute i just think that this further helps the ravens and not lamar and as a data point but absolutely i mean absolutely from a contract situation it's uh for quarterbacks it definitely kind of resets the market a little bit of uh you have an older guy who's more uh kind of a bona fide stud uh and this is where he's signing for it kind of resets it to a little bit more normalization uh from what deshaun watson had um, and what Mahomes got, which was the 10 year quarter or half billion dollar deal. Um, so it's, it is which a little is bit different, friendly, by the way, Mahomes, is which, yeah, longer yeah. term is pretty friendly towards the team, but yeah, uh, just a big number that can get thrown around there. Um, honestly, the biggest thing that I take out of this is cause I knew some big extension was coming cause that was the whole reason the Broncos traded for him. Um, and he bought that massive house with like 14 bathrooms in Denver. Um, cause but apparently he just bedrooms. has to pee every 20 seconds. Oh, he's got like 14 bathrooms, though. It's ridiculous. Maybe it's 12. It's absolutely ridiculous. But um, the biggest thing that I got out of this was Russell Wilson now is, I think he's a top five paid quarterback, and he's also a top five most annoying quarterback in football. So, like, he might be the only one that can hold that mantle, um, except for maybe Kyler Murray now, too, I guess, also got that. I mean, every, pretty much every quarterback that just got paid maybe could be in that list now I'm thinking about it. Uh, some people would say that about Aaron Rodgers. Some people would say that about Kyler Murray. Uh, so we'll say about Russell Wilson. Pat Mahomes is probably the only one that's not people that highly paid that's not annoying. I don't know. People but his brother not. makes up for it. Well, <laughs> also, hey, I mean, Deshaun Watson's on that top five list. No one's annoyed with him. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know anybody who's annoyed with him. That's true. You're right. So, yeah, it's more enraged. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm happy. Actually, you bring that up out of the top five highest paid quarterbacks. I feel like my boy Mahomes is the least, uh, you know, polarizing. So that's that's nice. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Pat Mahomes only pisses people off with how he plays on the field versus all the other guys. Absolutely. Like, you hate him because he's going to fuck you up. You don't hate <laughs> him because he's posting tweets of him with, like, dude, the, the rust picks are so fucking... You never know Honestly, that. they might hate on his wife more than they hate on him, too. You never know. The arc is still available for Pat Mahomes. He's got many years left in the league. He can change. Oh, yeah, yeah he can still become a villain. He can, yeah, you're right. I mean, like, he can go full cornball, too. You never know. Well, absolutely, but I mean, t- uh, TC3, you brought it up, but his brother and I also think his wife both bring into that mix that he actually can become really annoying because of those two people in his life. So I don't know. That's maybe true. it's not him; it's everybody That's else true. around people him. Hit, so people root against him because they hate those people, and they're like the only way to really root against him is just to root against the Pat. <laughs> no, I will nobody say, hates I, Kermit I, the Frog. That's the idea. Yeah. And I am firmly in that Pat Mahomes is not annoying camp. His brother is extremely annoying. But That's, the way yeah. he stood so strong, not succumbing to the, the TikTok whatever of like doing that with his brother, 
I think it, it bodes well for the future. I don't think he's going to give in now to becoming like one of those he TikToker is in Fortnite, cringy though. guys. He did become a he's Fortnite what? skin. He did become a Fortnite skin though. So yeah, but that's money, bro. That's money. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? No, he's not. Money. He's not doing the Fortnite dance. You know, on, he's not, on camera. But he, you know, hey, I'm just saying. He's just getting paid. Are you kidding I, me? If someone said, "Hey, let us scan your face and we'll put you in a video game that the most annoying people on earth play," I'd be like, "Yeah, totally." Sounds like oh, good, right? Money. I don't, I'm not judging. I, would I don't do have to too. do the dances, do I? No, I would do it too. I'm just saying, like, hey, like he may not be on TikTok, but he is on like Fortnite. Either way, there's like a 12 year old like common denominator with both of those. That's just that was my angle. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Cam's always looking for the you gotta appeal, angle. You got to appeal to the youth, whether you're doing it on TikTok or on Fortnite. You know, that's really the only two outlets. Yeah. And so. He's a shrewd businessman. Kyler Murray was in shambles. He's like, how am I not in a video game? Um, except for Madden. Uh, Kyler Murray's, Murray's like, I want to be in Warzone. And they're like, you're too short. <laughs> Sorry, our, our standard character models are 6'2". Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't. The, the players couldn't see over the barricades. <laughs> All right. Uh, I know uh, for those of you that are new to the podcast, um, this is just a quick rundown of what we like to do for our previews. Uh, so typically every week, Cam and I pick every single game and we go through, we send our picks to TC3. Um, we typically only talk about the, the games that we pick differently um, just because there's so many games every week. But if there's anything in particular, sometimes I like to highlight those after the fact. So um, we've sent our picks over to TC3. TC3, uh, have at it. What are our, What are our picks this week? Yeah, I guess let's just bust this one wide open with a big boy. We got Bills Rams oh, coming yeah. up. I I knew it. Kev, I, we you, got. I knew this was our first one we'd have different. Yeah, yeah. So I I have the Bills just because I hate the Rams and I want the Bills to win. I, I mean, I think either team could win this game, kind of like we talked about last week. Football's back. Um, that's just so awesome. Um, the Bills Football are the, the 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 Bills are the favorites win the Super Bowl. Um, by most odds makers, um, their defense looks unbelievable. Their offense looks unbelievable. Josh Allen is going to be a top three quarterback, if not MVP, um, at the end of the year is based on everybody's projections. Um, and I hope the Rams completely crash and implode. So that's that's where that's my harsh. pick went. I, I went with the Rams just because, A, Super Bowl def- like defenders, they're coming in, swagger week one. I also feel like, you know, they tend to always have the kickoff be with the, you know, Super Bowl defendant playing. And I feel like they typically end up winning at least that one. So I think the Rams, I still think the Bills are a better team than the Rams. But I think that the Rams are going to win this game. I think they're just going to, you know, it's in L.A. Like, it's their ring ceremony and everything. I just feel like there's just too much good vibes around it for the Rams to, eh, give it to Yeah, the only thing I could say that I'll be okay if the Rams win because... There, I have a theory that it's, and I'm not the only person who has this theory, but that it's a, re, it's really hard to beat the same team twice in a season. That's the whole thing with like divisions. But um, when it gets to this, where they're not going to play each other again until potentially the Super Bowl, if they were to both get there, then it's really, good, it's going to be hard for the Rams to beat the Bills twice, especially that good of a team. So if they win now, they're probably going to lose the Super Bowl to them. And I'd rather have the Rams lose the Super Bowl than lose Week One. Um, so if that's what the end, of, like that's going to end up being at that point, then I'm okay with it. So I'll, I'll rationalize it in my head. So that's I how love, I feel. I just would love to see the bills take an L week one. <laughs> I just would love to see him. Oh, and one. Yeah. That's where I, I don't, I, I do think the Rams can win. I just, I think the bills are also going to just play it maybe a little bit more conservative. I feel like, 
you know, the Rams with everything going on, like it is kind of important to come out and win that, you know, kickoff game in your home, you know, with everything up, Super Bowl defense, Super Bowl ring ceremony and everything going on. The Bills might just try to take it easy week one just because, like, A, it's a long season and they've got – it's there's a big goal. So, I'm, I mean, they're not going to pull it off. I mean, it's the NFL. They're going to give their heart outs. But, you know, you like to think yeah. that maybe there's more conservative play calling with the coaching. Like, they don't want to show their secrets yet. Maybe, but regardless, it's going to be an awesome game. So, I could I wouldn't be surprised either way. So, yeah, that's, that's really it's, all I got is, for that game. Dare I say that game is going to be a bop. <laughs> bop? Oh, didn't see that one coming. All right. Next up, another pretty high power matchup. We got the Chargers Raiders. Okay, uh, Chargers Raiders. Uh, I kind of thought we might have this one different. I'm just surprised he went down there all the way. So, um, yeah. So I am picking the Chargers because I hate the Raiders. Um, obviously, this is another one of those games where I'm picking with my emotions more than my head. Um, but the Chargers are going to be really good this year. They should be. I mean, on paper, they should be a top five team in football. Um, with their defense being as good as it is, with Justin Herbert being as good as he is, with uh, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams at receiver, Austin Eckler at running back. I mean, like you go through, they have Cora Lindsley at uh, center, Rashawn Slater at tackle. Like their O line's pretty good too. Like I don't know, that team has so much uh, talent across the board. It's gonna be hard for them to lose. Yeah, the Chargers just I feel like they always historically struggle week one. I feel like they're like one of those teams that just like never wins in week one, and I. I do like the Raiders. They got Chandler Jones, Max Crosby lining up. I think it might, you know, rattle Herbert a bit. I mean, come on, Devontae Adams, and then you've still got Hunter Renfro. Darren Waller should be playing. Last I heard, he was doing a hold-in, like waiting for a new contract. I, I think he's still working on that. I'm not sure if he's playing week one or not. He should be, though. I think he's playing. He yeah, should I think be. He's playing. He should be. I just am unsure on, like, where that whole contract situation's got got him and his status, but... I, I think the Raiders are going to come out and have a good week one. Josh McDaniels is going to, you know, show everyone why he deserved to get the head coach of this job. Uh, I do think the Chargers are going to be a good team, but just this week, I I really like upsets in week one. But I, I'm That's why I'm going Rams. That's why I'm going Raiders. I think week one is just, like, prime for upsets. Um, yeah, and I don't and, – and to kind of piggyback off that, I don't know if it's a big upset either. I think either way, if – I think no, either I way I wouldn't be, be overly upset, surprised because it's the AFC West. And I think every AFC West team or every AFC West matchup, I will not be surprised if it goes one way or the other because they're all very good teams that are going to battle against each other. So um, I think it'll be a good game just for sure. Just a gut feeling. Just have a gut feeling about the Raiders week one. I'm just really rooting uh, against the Raiders and Josh McDaniels already failed as head coach of the Broncos. I'm hoping he fails as head coach of the Raiders. I've also, I've like Man. been coming in the whole preseason. I've been like kind of higher on the Raiders than most people and a lot lower on the Chargers than most people. So, I mean, it's week one. I kind of got to put my money where my mouth is there. So I'm, I'm wow. rolling with the Raiders. Kev just loves to see people fail. Sure. And I've got to go anti-Chargers too. <laughs> It has to be both. It's like literally both a pro Chargers and or pro Raiders anti Chargers pick. Like I have to go for both both of them. You know, like I was probably gonna have Chargers losing their week one and Raiders winning their week one, but hey, here it is. So there you go. All right. Well, next game we got on the docket here: Washington Commanders, Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh wow! Um, Kev, what do you got? <sighs> Uh, I Why picked do you the, have uh, the Commanders? Why do you have the Commanders winning? Yeah, this? no, I just wasn't expecting you to pick the Jags. So we'll, I, I kind of really? have to, but kind of have to in here, I guess. So um, the Commanders, I think, have a better defense. Um, I think Ron Rivera is a very good coach. Um, Carson agree. Wentz, uh, I, I guess 
I was using Carson Wentz as a strength, oh, and now that I think about it, Carson Wentz is only a strength when you're playing a good team, and when you're playing a bad team like the Jags, he's going to implode. So I, I may be wrong on this one. I think he's a weakness. I, I, I think he can be. He He's, again, it's that Will Ferrell from the office talking about Andy being either the best decision of your life or the worst decision of your life. So I, I think I, I he makes plays that are really good, and then he's going to completely collapse against the Jags, I think. So I don't know. I think it'll be a good game, though, because I think the, uh, the commanders have a really good defense, and I think the Jags are going to have to get used to a new head coach. So I think it'll take him a couple that, weeks. I get that it's popular to hate Carson Wentz, but I really do believe that your team is a worse team if Carson Wentz is on your roster. Like, I really, I don't think he's ever a pro. Um, and I am rolling with, I mean, it is a new coach in Jacksonville, but it is also Doug Peterson. So I am giving the nod to Doug Peterson there. I think Trevor Lawrence is set up for a big uh, explosion year to, you know, step forward. And I don't think the Washington Commanders are a good team. So I feel like if there's ever like a, I feel like if there's a, like a recipe for the Jags to start off the season right, I think it is playing a team like the Commanders that is just so dysfunctional and bad i mean there is i see there is a world where the commanders win of course but i just i just think the commanders are a bad team i really do like i think they're i a just lot worse I, than I honestly think. don't trust any team that trent balky puts together as a gm that's just as a we general hear you. i hear you You're, <laughs> he was the gm of the niners at a time uh i'm we, not he, he did he did have a couple really good years and then just the completely thing, tore apart the team with dumb contracts the thing about trent balky though picks. is that he, he can't do anything to screw up week one as when the game's starting. Like, once the game kicks off, That's he's fair. in his suite doing his thing. So That's I don't fair. trust him with an offseason, but I do I do trust Doug Peterson to put a, put together a game-winning strategy against a team no, like I, the Commanders. I, I definitely could see me getting that game wrong. I don't know. I, that, was the, that was a gut feeling of I just feel like the Commanders are going to win that one. Oh, totally. I get right. a gut feeling, too. Win one for Brian Robinson. <laughs> I only got... <laughs> Shoot, right. That's true. They got the motivation. <laughs> the Jags don't have anybody in the hospital right now. They're doing it for Tebow. Jesus. All right. Moving on to the next one before anything else happens. Uh, we have a classic matchup of Kevin's Vikings, his new team, and the Packers. Okay. I don't know why you guys keep trying to do that to me because, seriously, I've never even had a pro Vikings take on yeah, the I'm the, I'm the Vikings guy. But you live in Minnesota. I, I Okay, but it doesn't really matter because I have anti-Vikings. Well, maybe that does I'm make me Vikings a Vikings guy. fan because all the people that are most anti-Vikings people I know are Vikings fans. So maybe in a sick way that is kind of true, I guess. But I hear you. Um, That's no, I, I think the Star Packers Wars. are going to win that game. I think he, I, I'm not going to pick against the MVP um, until he actually – loses um i mean at this point he did lose one game to minnesota last year i thought that was a weird situation that happened anyway but i i don't know i i think this packers team is going to be much different than previous packers teams they have a really good defense um they're going to be a run heavy team Uh, i'm not yeah cam i gotta hop in this is just such a bad take betting betting against aaron Rodgers right now is just such a bad take but continue yeah we said that when i bet on big ben week one last year to beat the bills and I came back, so this might be my this might be my Big Ben versus the over the Bills week one take. Uh, there's always <laughs> one. I don't know. I, I I get what you're saying about the Vikings. I I made a joke about Star Wars because that's what I say. I say I tell people I'm not a Star Wars fan because I enjoy Star Wars content. Uh, Star Wars put something out, and I go, I enjoyed that, so must not be a fan. So I I hear the comparison with the Vikings fan. Um, it was pretty funny. I dude, I like the Vikings. 
I get that it's Aaron Rodgers, but I'm like, he has no weapons. They're still trying to figure things out. I'm like, the Packers are ripe to be slow to start. Like, yeah, I trust him to, like, win the division and have it all figured out by the end of the year. But I'm like, if they're going to struggle, it's going to be this one. He doesn't – he's always had his number one option. He's still got to figure out his number one option. He's going to figure that out from playing games. Kirk knows his no, number I, one I, option. He knows his number I, two. He knows his number three. I agree. I agree, but the, they got the biggest difference – I just – I, I believe in the Vikings week one. I, it's also in Minnesota, I'm pretty sure. Am I wrong on that? Yeah, it is. No, it is. And, and I hear uh, you. It's not, a, it's not a horrible pick. I'm just, I think. Also, remember Aaron uh, Who Rogers do you trust? Who d- Aaron Rodgers got blown out 3-33 to 33 in week one last year because they were figuring things out. I'm just saying, the Packers are not immune to a slow start and like a blunder in week one. And I think that the Vikings are a great team. A yeah, but team. who's more set up? Who's the best quarterback to be set up to have to figure it out? Aaron Rodgers is pretty good at that, and he also has a very good one-two punch at running back. So while he's figuring it out, they can rely on that running back combo. They beefed they up their O line. They have a very good defense this year compared to they did last year. So I, I do think they're set up to better be able to figure out a receiver issue than they have been in the past. And the biggest thing with the Vikings is, is they have that new head coach, Kevin O'Connell. We don't know anything about Kevin O'Connell. Yeah, he was the OC out with the Rams. We really don't know if he's going to be any good because, like, let's be honest, like, he was behind Sean McVay the whole time. So Sean McVay was running the show and doing everything there as well. Well, Sean so McVay this was is behind one of Shanahan. So, I mean, this is just all from that same tree, and those those people tend to have some success. LaFleur came from Somewhat, that was, but we don't really know, right? Like, we, we really don't know because he wasn't really running the no, show or anything, too. So, like, it's one of those where he, he could end up being a complete flop, and we just don't know that yet. And honestly, Dalvin Cook is ready. For, you know, he hasn't gotten hurt in a couple of years. He's ready to have a torn ACL week one like he has whoa, in a couple whoa, whoa, weeks. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, that's a serious concern if for the Vikings if that happens. I'm not rooting for it to happen. I have nothing against Dalvin Cook, but, like, he's had so many injuries in the past. I just don't know if I trust him to stay healthy. And he's one of the people that if someone's going to get hurt week one, I'm expecting him to be one of them more than likely, which would be unfortunate for him because I think he's a really good running back. Yeah, well, there's also a world where he doesn't get hurt. Um, and if he does, they got Alexander Madison, who's also a really good one-two, like, makes a yeah, good one-two punch as well. So I'm like... I I got faith in the Vikings week one. I think I think it's going to be a slow start in Green Bay. I've been saying it all offseason. Like, they had the Packers as a number five ranked team. And I'm like, they're going to be fine. But when you have the pa- Packers ranked number five in the power rankings and the Vikings ranked 2021 or something like that, I'm like, they're going to be closer than you think. Like, the Packers are going to be probably closer to 10-11 in the power rankings by the time it's all said and done. And the Vikings will probably be closer to, like, 15 or so. And I just... I still think the Packers are a better team, but I just think in Minnesota week one, the Packers are set up to just have a slow start. We saw it last year. It's like, it's not off the table. I just, I see it happening again. I'm, I'm looking at my crystal ball and I'm, I have a good history with picking Vikings over Packers too. Usually I don't, I don't call Vikings over Packers all the time, but when I do, I tend to, my nose is smelling something. Of course, now that I say this, the Packers are going to win, but I don't buy it. <laughs> Give me the Vikes. Good. Good. All right. That concludes this week's picks. All right. We'll see. We'll see. Come Monday. We'll have some stuff to talk about. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I don't. None of those picks. If I, if I go. Yeah. Sorry. Whatever. I know. Yeah, it's tragic. We don't I'm just so excited. Ball. I keep jumping the gun. I know. I got Whenever. so excited, too. I was like, thought the game's <laughs> we, tomorrow. We didn't like, even do no. a preseason episode. We did two week one episodes. Because that's how much <laughs> we can't wait for it. It's still uh, I mean, not week one. It's I still way out week one. <laughs> that, honestly, the weird like bye week after the preseason is throwing me off too. Um, it, I keep expecting to like the game to be tomorrow, kind of a thing. Um, but 
don't know. I'm not. I could go four and zero or zero and four in those picks. I wouldn't be surprised because I just think they're all kind of toss up games. So it'll be that'll be interesting. But um, yeah, uh, the other thing we started doing at the end of last year for new listeners here, we have uh, called a segment called Guess That Ticket Price. Basically, what we're looking at is looking at the lowest ticket price for the week and the highest ticket price for the week. And we're always looking at like whatever the lowest price for the game is. So the lowest point of entry, the cheapest ticket, yeah. the cheapest point of entry or the uh, most expensive point of entry for each game. So um, they had some crazy ones in the playoffs last year that were absolutely insane. But this year we have a massive spread week one. Um, I will give a preface to this that for whatever reason, the Thursday night game is not showing up. I don't know why that ticket price isn't there. So excluding that game, which I think would have probably been the highest point of entry, um, we are, are going to make some picks here. So TC3 Cam, which game yes. do you think has the cheapest point of entry out of all of these games? I, without looking at the schedule, I'm going to guess Colts-Texans um, or Texans-Colts, whatever it is. But let me look at the schedule and like maybe lock in a different answer. Ooh, Saints-Falcons in Atlanta might be pretty cheap too. I'm gonna say Eagles Lions. I'm going. I'm or, gonna go we, Colts. I'm gonna. I'm give me give me Saints Falcons. But my second place vote is Colts at Texans. Okay. Uh, so neither of you are correct. Uh, Cam, you should have stuck with your gut. So Colts Texans in Houston is um, the lowest, and um, I will just tell you guys the ticket price is twenty four dollars. The point of entry. Ooh. So if hey, you have a spare twenty five bucks. And I don't yeah. know a guy who lives in Houston, but hey, if you yeah. live in Houston, twenty four dollars. If you if you if you live in Houston, uh, you can get a, a a pretty cheap ticket. Should have a good time out there. So, um, yeah, twenty four dollars the cheapest is. point of entry. Saints Falcons is one hundred and sixteen dollars. Whoa! Um, it's wow. And then it's the, the Eagles Benz Detroit team. is fifty one. So okay, um, it's the Mercedes. Yeah. I, st- I beat Cam. Mercedes I beat Cam on that. Definitely. Yeah. I think that's that Falcons one is just a function of their new stadium. Yeah. Um, I know I technically yeah. lost, you gotta pick a cheap city. but my gut, my gut was right without looking at the schedule, but I technically lost. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So TC three is kind of closer, I guess in that way, but all right, now we're going to flip it on its head. Um, so what is the most expensive point of entry for the week? Bills Rams. Yeah. Obviously Ex- Bills Rams. Excluding but, Bills yeah. Rams because that's okay. not, I can't, I don't have that ticket price. That's what excluding I'm saying. Excluding Bills Rams. I'm going to say Bucks Cowboys. Bills Rams is actually one nineteen, so that's like closer to Saints Falcons. Un- unreal. Um, I don't. Are know you are you looking up the answers right now? That's cheating. No, I'm not looking up the answers. We said not Bills Rams, so I was curious what the Bills Rams ticket price was. I only looked at <laughs> okay. One. And then I looked up Saints. Put Falcons your phone down. This this game is uh, officially under protest. Oh, I'm. Can I go Bucks Cowboys for most expensive? Or is you that guys can both take Bucks Cowboys. Oh, if you can both want. take it. You can both oh, you take took it. it. Fuck it. Give me. Yeah. I, no, no. I like being different. Give me. Give me Broncos Seahawks. Monday Night Football, Russ's right. return. Oh, shit, um, I didn't think of that. So you want to change your answer, TC3? No, I'm, I'm sticking with it. I'm. Oh, okay. Well, balls. you guys are both wrong. Uh, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so uh, Bucks cowboys is actually $90 as the point of entry in Dallas, which what? is shocking to me. It doesn't make any That's sense. That's shocking. Denver, Seattle um, is the, the most expensive one I just saw, but I, don't, I guess I, it's not. Denver, Seattle is 159 So this is, I, I don't remember what. I think it's uh, Vivid Seats or whatever's on ESPN's website. That's what I'm going off of. Uh, the most expensive point of entry, which doesn't make any sense to me, is the Niners Bears. Oh fuck you! I thought what about that one. But it's two twenty three. 
that it's seems gotta be insane. The only thing I could think of is there's some event in Chicago that like they're doing some Jersey retirement or something, or it's oh, just man. Trey Lance, Justin Fields, two young guns. Everyone's all excited about it. It's the only thing I could think of because that doesn't make any sense. It's going to be a shitty I mean, game. All I can think of is Chicago is a football town. They just bought all the cheap tickets. Like everybody actually bought the cheap tickets. It's not that the tickets are expensive, but like they might have just filled the lower bowl. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It Maybe. very well could just be everything is like, there. Be, and... I'm curious to see what that gets you for that price compared yeah. to the other ones. I'm looking it up right now, actually. I'm, I'm, yeah, like, I'm, I feel I'm, like I'm I feel like that 150. Right it's I feel it's like a that 150 in Atlanta gets you a nosebleed seat. It's the grandstands fourth deck. Yeah, yeah. okay, so it is the nosebleeds. Some I mean, of the ones at the the lower bowl are closer to five sale, to seven hundred dollars. So that's crazy. Wow. Absolutely crazy. I would not have wow. I would not have guessed that as most expensive for sure. Yeah. Um that's why I like doing these because I feel like it's interesting to see what the markets look like. Um, some of the other ones of note very that I business oriented <laughs> here. We gotta just keep our tabs on the markets. Some of the other ones I've noticed here are uh, the Steelers, uh, Bengals is higher yeah, up there at one eighty nine. I saw that. Yeah, and then Raiders Chargers is down at one eighty two. So that's those are the kind of the two top ones. That are, I expected Phoenix. Raiders Chargers to be fairly high. You know, new yeah. stadium, two oh, good teams. I expected teams. it to be a little bit lesser, just because it was like Chargers and they always struggle to sell out. Like they never sell out. So I just. Nah, yeah, no, no. LA's it's, got a huge contingency of, of Rams I fans guess, too, yeah. or yeah. Uh, Raiders fans. I guess. Yeah, um, but it's just, it other, other lowest. Other, I mean, it's, other it's, it's two ones. home teams, basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, other the, the next lowest True. out of all those True. was the Washington Commanders home game against the Jags. So um, that, that, that one's kind of expected at thirty-seven bucks. Yeah. That was my next guess for the lowest. Yeah. That was not a bad guess. Yeah. And that's, I uh, guess, that ticket price, Ooh, I guess. Let's go to D.C. Right. Go to some free mall, free museums, some cheap football games. <laughs> yeah. Good weekend. Yeah. So they say. All right. So that's that's a good segment. I like that. We should do that more often. Yeah. Yeah, I really like it. I really like it. Um, listeners, you could let us know what you think, too. <laughs> yeah. Let us know. If you, So I just got to say, being... A, a Dan Campbell Stan podcast. We we'd be remiss to not at least discuss the Eagles Lions game since I know you guys had the same pick. Uh, just talk, let's just talk about it. Let's talk about Dan's team. They're on Hard Knocks. Kev, what are your thoughts? So, yeah. So here's the thing: is there's a couple things. All right. So Eagles, I think they're just a better team. They're going to be better this year, so they're going to win this game. So Dan Campbell, sorry, I love you. It's this is not an anti Lions take. This is a pro Eagles take. However. Watching Dan Campbell at Hard Knocks makes me love him even more. Like watching him, every speech he gives, even if it's not an emotional speech, he like looks like he's about to start crying because of how much he just loves football and being there. And like, it's really hard not to root for that guy. Um, there's other people in Hard Knocks that annoy the heck out of me. I, I can't stand Deuce Staley. Um, I think he's just completely putting on a show and I don't think anybody really likes him on that team. Um, he's annoying. But um, I really like Aaron Glenn as their D coordinator. As a person, I have no idea if he's going to be a good D coordinator or not. Uh, Dan Campbell is just an absolute man. And um, anybody who doesn't like Dan Campbell, like he's a fucking man. I, I, don't, I, I don't know how you don't like Dan Campbell. Like, I, I, it just it's impossible that the Lions, they made the Lions very likable because they're mostly out of pity, but also Dan Campbell. So that's kind of my 
I love I love Dan Campbell. I don't know what to tell you. Like I, I, Dan Campbell, I, you're welcome on the show at any time. We'll take you with open arms. I mean, I will say I still very much think the Lions could have a winning record this season. I think they could have the biggest single season jump in mm, recent history. Take. Cam, I hear you making that weird noise. Shut up. It's a Dan Campbell podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Campbell is the, the yeah. that is my that is the hottest the take I think I'll make. Phone. I think I think it's not even a hot take. I think the Lions I absolutely think that it's I'm not saying it's guaranteed, but I think the considering how many close games the Lions had last year, they absolutely could go to a seven, eight win team this year. Absolutely. I mean, they were almost a four win team last year. Yeah, no, I mean, they could definitely double their win total, and I would not be surprised. No, I know, but I mean, like, they got screwed on, on, was it Justin Tucker, like, dinking that kick to the field goal? They went to, they almost tied the Steelers. Did they tie the Steelers? They They did did tie tie the Steelers. Steelers. Yeah, they tied the Steelers. Like, there's, they had three games that were not even the Cardinals last second, too, I think. Yeah, they had three games that they could have won literally in the last 15 seconds. No, I, I think the, the the Lions are set up to take a leap this year, but it is the Lions. So I don't see them going super far. Just culture-wise, they're not quite there yet, but, you know, you never know. Unfortunately, I was going to say, yeah, unfortunately, my only takes on this game is talking up the Eagles and Jalen Hurts and that, that side of the football. Yeah. I do I like the Lions to root for. Is. I like rooting for the Lions. I just I get weary about putting, you know, claims into them. Other than just enjoying them, because I do, I do claim to enjoy them. To go from a three thirteen and one record to an eight win team is really not that out of the question for them right now. Considering they could have very well been a six win team last year, and going from six to eight is not that big of a leap. Or they could, yeah. Well, no, but I'm saying those those they they didn't have those losses they had or that tie were just so close. Well, and considering their schedule this year, they actually could make a run for it just because they are playing the NFC East. There's a bunch of bad yeah. teams. I mean, out I'm not there. saying they're going to have like a postseason Cinderella run or anything. I would yeah. love to see the lions have success. Like you I, could I would throw, love to see the lions go like, from three you could throw wins them to a Super Bowl. A, you could throw them a win or two against the bears. They're going to play the jets, the giants, the commanders, the Jags, uh, and they're not, Seahawks. they're not, they're not necessarily Those bad are all games for position the Lions, either. For sure. Like Jared Goff is a serviceable starting quarterback. It's not like they've got like Davis Mills or I don't even know, but you know what I mean. It's yeah. right. I actually yeah, would put Jared Goff and Davis Mills maybe in the same category of QB right now. Nah, wow, nah, that's Jared super Goff, offensive. Jared Goff's that's definitely super offensive. Yeah, to Jared who? Goff's definitely higher than that. To Jared Goff. Yeah, he's he's oh, he's earned more than I'm Davis sorry. Mills. Absolutely. Cal yeah. guy, Cal guy. I forgot. <laughs> I. I don't. Yeah, sorry. I don't. I don't have a lot of positive things to say about. It. I mean, he's a great bridge quarterback, but I also feel like Davis Mills is a bit of a bridge quarterback too. Just, yeah. just have him until you get another guy in the room. Yeah, um, but he was the number one overall pick because he was really good at Cal. Yeah, yeah. No, I think uh, I, I Lions are going to be a fun team to watch. Will be Dan Campbell stands all year, so uh, plenty more takes to come on that. But. Uh, uh, that's, I think that's all we got for this week's week or this year's week one preview. Um, we have a little bit less to talk about this week just because there's only one, uh, one week of football, uh, to talk about. It's just all looking forward to it. It all comes down to Thursday night football. I'll be back. Um, it's going to be a fun year. I'm excited. Uh, it should be a lot more hotly contested games than last year, I think. So I'm so, excited to, I'm so excited to watch Kansas city. I'm ready to watch Pat Mahomes play football. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope you guys so are all getting excited too. 
Uh, please give us ideas for segment ideas, anything else you're thinking of. We'll know we're going to have a lot more guests on throughout the year too. So uh, get excited for all those. Um, please give us a, a follow. Um, we have TC3 underscore bop, bop underscore cam, Kevin underscore bop, and better underscore on paper. All those are our Twitter. Um, tell your friends, like, subscribe, give all the five-star ratings, all that fun stuff. Um, look forward to seeing and hearing from all you guys. Please tell your friends. <laughs> Peace.